still nothing for sure if it's not just me. Okay, audio is back. Um, talked about the comeback. To put things into perspective, the Beavers were up by 18 points with a minute 40 left in the third I'm just going to do my bit again. So, Toe Tree, <laughs> I was surrounded by pessimism. <laughs> and this man, when they cut it to 12 in the fourth quarter with five to go, I was like, they're going to make this a game. And he goes, five to go? Down 12? This game is over. Um, and yes, that's what you sound like. We already went over this. Um, I'm so glad they couldn't hear it the first time. I'm the eternal optimist, and it rings true because I'm not blind when I'm doing it because this team does fight. And as I said, when we couldn't hear everything, this is what this team embodies is trying until the very end. Yeah, but they looked – you can't blame me because they looked bad. You can blame me. No, they looked bad. They did not look yeah, like a team looked, that was ready to play. They bad until they cut it to 12, and they looked great. Yeah, I think they looked bad, and the game never got – Two, two out of him. There were definitely eighteen part, points. There, I, listen, I was, uh, for the record, was definitely more in your camp than I was. <laughs> you. I thought the game was also like cool. I'm not gonna just sit here and be like everyone thought they were coming back in the fourth quarter down eighteen. Yeah, I I didn't think they were gonna come back when they're down eighteen, but I said when they cut it to twelve, they're gonna make it a game. I definitely and I was never down. called dagger, um, but I definitely did not expect the game to end as close as it did. Um, but like my little rant, all as I said, is it was, it was always going to be kind of hard to overcome the, how slow they started that game and how fast Oregon State started. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they at, at the beginning it looked like they were going to hit like fifty threes in that. Game. I mean, put the, I mean, they so they started off by hitting four in the first first quarter, yeah. and then they only hit three the rest of the game. Yeah. So like, That's, yeah, it was a fast start. It just eight. I, I think it was more ASU's inability to shoot than it was man, Oregon was State. Yeah, their right. offense looked. Because there was a point in the second quarter when when OSU's offense went stagnant too. Yeah, but like, as I kind of kept bringing up until bringing up throughout the game, it wasn't until the fourth quarter that someone other than Kaya Hansen had more than one field goal, which is crazy. Which is yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, and I, I'm sure we're going to talk about it more in depth. But uh, Jay just was MIA for most of the game. Yeah, was well, really she was there. Well, <laughs> offensively was MIA. Yeah, well, she was trying. She was there in Fair. spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like she didn't shoot, because she did shoot. Yeah. What were her final she numbers? Shot, um, she went three for 20. Yeah, and you can't knock it. I mean, she was getting good looks. just wasn't falling. wasn't her night, and it stinks. But as I mentioned, probably when there was no audio, uh, Miles probably the only person that's not going to be back next year. I'd expect yeah. most of this team to come back. I know Taylor, you said, said that she was expecting to come back next year. So. I don't know why you wouldn't want to come back to play for a coach like Charlie as well. Yeah, I feel like this is obviously it's never a good thing to lose, but if you're looking for silver linings, like I, I can't imagine that this is going to, especially with Jade, is going to sit very well, and it's definitely going to be fuel for a team that's going to be returning a lot of a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, we talked about the struggles a little bit from from Jade and just the team in general, but let's get to um, just the team team numbers from the game. And right off the bat, you see the difference in shooting percentage. I mean, that's that's going to be tough to overcome, no matter who you're playing. Only shooting 26% from the field as opposed to OSU's 41%. You look at the three-point numbers, neither team shooting really too hot from behind the arc. Oregon State did have a, a slight advantage, 38% there. Um, ASU out-rebounding the Beavers. Got a little bit more assists on the side of OSU, and then the turnover numbers you see only a three uh, three turnover difference between the two the two squads there. Shane, what number for you sticks out the most? I mean, the drastic difference in field goal percentage and not so drastic score. That might be the most lopsided field goal percentage with a, the least lopsided score yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I thought the three-point percentages were interesting because if you looked at those numbers at the beginning of like the fourth quarter, they were very different. Yeah. Um, 
that was more of those numbers being as close as they were was a product of ASU kind of fighting it a little bit at the end and uh, OSU just falling off. Um, but for me, the big thing was the rebound number because that was like the most deceptive, like, perform, like, most deceptive situation which I've ever seen a team out rebound another team. Yeah. Because yeah. for most of the game, it did seem yeah. like. Yeah, they were all key ASU, rebounds. Yeah, ASU was getting dominated like, on the inside. Um, ASU shot 16 more shots. 16. Yeah. <laughs> all from Jake. Yeah. It felt like because she was she was firing them up, dude. But was, they were good looks. It wasn't like she was taking ill advised shots. But and, and I know I know shooters shoot, but like at some point, like in a conference tournament, when you're shooting that poorly, and and you've got Taya who's who's having a solid game, like at that point, I was looking. The team I, scored. You looked at Taya, or do you just keep firing? I, I looked at Jaden Simmons. Jaden yeah. Simmons only put up six shots, and she started the game off hot, man. Like. Uh, that was disappointing for for me not seeing her shoot the ball enough. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. But it it you gotta think this is uh, someone who's led the team in yeah. scoring like by a lot, especially in the last like two weeks of the season. I mean, she's off of a thirty point game, twenty six point game, or whatever. Like she, I don't blame her for trying to get the offense going. And and it wasn't like other people were hitting shots. Nobody was shooting well when she wasn't shooting well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, I, I think Jade is a classic like shoot a shoot situation. Like I, I had no problem with her shooting, especially because even for most of the game, like Taya was the only one producing, and even she wasn't producing to like an extreme extent. Um, and like Jade said, this Jade has been the offense this entire year, so it was. I think it only made sense that she um, shot, like she kept shooting, but yeah, it just is. The, the performance was not good. That Jade and, and Taya took over half of the team's entire, half of their total shots. Um, it was just not was not offensively. It was just not a winning formula. Yeah, no, I can say about it. Yeah. Josh asking there, what would you guys grade the season um, now that it's come to an end for the Southerners? There's such high expectations before yeah. this year. It's just kind of hard. Um, I give them a P for passing. <laughs> And a passing grade. <laughs> um, like, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't. It so, was a C. Good. No, because that's me. I was going to go no, with a, a B passes. A B minus? No. Yeah, like B B B not, not given the way that this team this is This is a fail or pass conference. Fair enough. They then they failed. Is but, it a they, fail? but they passed, too, because because this team is full, full of talent and full of talent that's returning next year. Yeah, but this season alone. I fail. I mean, it was, I mean it was, yeah. C minus. If, yeah, if I had to put a letter grade on it. Yeah, it wasn't. They definitely underachieved, and I guarantee if you ask any of the players on the team, they will say the same. Yeah, and when we talked to, when David and I had talked to uh, Charlie earlier in the week before this game, obviously, she had talked about, like, you know, this is kind of an anomaly for this team. Like, a team yeah. with high expectations. They're used to being in the tournament um, and not really having, you know, obviously everyone wants to win the conference, but, like, banking on the conference championship to get a spot in the tournament. Um, so it wasn't a different kind of year for them. Do you think this almost builds some character going forward, right? Like we, we've talked about it with the men's team in regards to, okay, you know, like they've won a bunch of games as of late and then they had it, you know, one they had to really fight for and it almost brings them down a level or just, you know, kind of reestablishes a little bit of that grit. Do you feel like this ASU team, since so many players are returning, next season that this is almost something 
that can keep them hungry to finish, you know, the season losing six, seven, get knocked out of the first round in the Pac-12 tourney. It's hard to carry over momentum in the offseason. It's not even momentum, though. It's just, like, something that, like, you're doing those summer workouts, whatever. You're like, you know what, like, we got our ass kicked in however many of these games to finish the season. And especially the last five minutes of the game, they showed they could beat anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess – I think they regroup and really have a much better year because you have so many returning people, as I said, in the last year of their eligibility, you know, Jade, if she, if she decides to come back, Taya, if she decides to come back, Finn Hefty, if she decides to come back, Jane Simmons is only a sophomore. Like, you have a lot of people coming back, and I think that's the bigger thing, um, knowing that this squad, even through losses, was tight, and even in the darkest moments when they can't buy a bucket in an elimination game to basically – and their season of meaningful basketball that they can still reach deeper in that bag and, you know, come back and almost win against an opponent who was shooting these shit at the ball. Yeah. I think the mile was going to be a massive loss. Um, but I think since this team is going to, is going to be returning so many people, they're all going to kind of show up next season with the understanding of like, n- none of us are happy with how this ended last yeah. year. And they're Charlie is definitely not going to let them forget that. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's going to necessarily be a constant, like, remember what happened against Oregon yeah. State, but I think it's going to be a, a, kind of an unspoken, common understanding that, like, we did not do our job last year. We ended the season on a six-game losing streak. Um, like, we have to be better. We can be better. Yeah. Um, and they're all just going to be one year more mature, like one more year of, of basketball experience, one, one year better. Um, uh, yeah, I expect – Big things. Yeah, and the tournament experience, regardless of it's being a win or a loss, is so helpful for anybody that comes back because, you know, it, it you see that you could play a team like Oregon State and win by 10 in the regular season, and you can come out in the postseason and literally anything is possible, and they could jump out to an 18-point lead yeah. and left you, leave you scratching your head. Um, so that tournament experience is super, super valuable. Um, it is the middle of the day, or, you know, the game started at the middle of the day. Yeah. Let's get to the ASU aftertaste. Sean, what are you going to be drinking? It's, you know, 6 o'clock. The game wasn't great to start, but it did finish out pretty close. What are you feeling? Um, I kind of just, like, feel like red wine. Like, I was just, I kind of want to sit down and get sad a little bit. Like, <laughs> But, like, not, like, sad in, like, a, That's like like a, a sobbing kind of way, but more of, like, a, man, what could have been? Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of sit and reminisce and be sad. But I like wine in this game. I didn't really like the outcome of so I'm gonna make it a white wine because I hate white wine. There you go. So the aftertaste is disgusting, yeah. but but the wine know, carries fits the vibe. Yeah. yeah. Just go on water. <laughs> water. Water is good for you. It's though. 6 p.m. on a Wednesday, man. <laughs> I'm not that much of a degenerate. I'll go with the white wine. Yeah, a glass of wine a day is good for you. I like that Drake lyric. It says like, um, I was need a glass of wine by sundown. Oh yeah. Josh feels the vibe. I was thinking. Wine by the glass, man. A cheapskate, huh? Mm. But yeah, I always need a glass of wine. By so I don't want the viewers to think I just always like ignore you guys for like five minutes. Um, we're getting a video from one of our interns at the uh, Pro Scheme Presser for this. I'm uploading it right now into our stream yard. Uh, we'll get that to you soon. Just wanted to make sure nobody thinks I'm just staring down, playing like Minecraft on my computer, and I'm editing a video. No. Yeah. We appreciate the yeah, clarity here. We lose the Minecraft yeah, so. for the, the Mets well, games. While that uploads, this is a great time for anybody listening, anybody watching, to go download the DraftKings Sportsbook See, app. Don't be afraid to do that. 
What? Just go into an ad read. You don't have to be creative every time. That was good. Yeah, see, I wasn't. You can't even let him. You, you, like, he's got very it. easily. You just like, let that go. That was a good ad read after the That ad was ad like you pat my ass mid, like mid good job. What is with you and Why does it always come back to smacking butt? <laughs> that's what I was that's what I just said. What do you mean always? See, paper? man, I was just trying to read a damn ad, and now it's turned into this. A damn ad. A damn a damn yeah. ad? So when With Covington and Mosmanov. When Sean and Shane step in, or when Sean and Totri step into the ring. Step into the octagon this Saturday at UFC 272. DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of USC, has a knockout offer for new customers. Bet just $1 on the main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what. Legit, doesn't matter what happens. You're going to get paid. What is that? Free money, baby. Free money, baby. I love the eyes closed and just like, you felt that free money. Okay. Feel it coursing through my veins. Free money. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PHNX. Throw down just $1 on the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what happens in the fight. That's promo code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. 21 plus Arizona only. Gambling problem call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only minimum of a five dollar deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. We're good with the clip if we want to. We're good with the clip. Let's roll into seeing what they gotta say. Keep going. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm proud of this team even without that. You know, I mean it's been it's been a tough two years just with COVID and you know our three week pause and you see how many players we've had injured and not in the lineup. It was nice to have Izzy get to play a game today, you know. I mean, she barely got to practice, so it's, it's, been a, it's been a hard year. With a lot. Well, we'll fix the audio on it. The audio seems to be working on the computer, right? But it's not working up there. So we will get to that. But before we do, let's get to the bottle service player of the game. Now, if you would have had this in about the third quarter, it would have probably been nobody but Taya, right? Yeah. Like 18 points, nine boards, five of 13 from behind the arc. Um, and her three-point numbers looked a lot better before the last, what, minute? Because she had to fire yeah. away just a couple uh, a couple prayers. But, I mean, you want to talk about somebody who literally gave it all. Uh, this game is not nearly as close if Tay is not playing. Oh, God, no. Um, I mean, it's what we talked about when we previewed this game is somebody other than Jade needed to step up. We expected Jade to, to produce somewhat more than she did tonight, but... Um, we needed somebody, and the per the name that we had mentioned was Jaden Simmons, but Taya sh- showed up and balled out and literally put the entire team on her back when no one performed. Like I had said, going into the fourth quarter, she was the only person with more than a single field goal mm-hmm. um, on the entire Sun Devils team. So it's it's nice to see that although the kind of the shooting woes were seemed a little infectious throughout the entire team, she still was able to kind of put that aside and produce a little bit. Yeah, the audio was working. We just can't hear it. I'll play it when it's playing. So why don't we go ahead and roll that clip now? Keep going. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm proud of this team, even without that. You know, I mean, it, it's been it's been a tough two years just with COVID and you know our three week pause and you see how many players we've had injured and not in the lineup. It was nice to have Izzy get to play a game today. You know, and I mean, she barely got to practice. So it's it's been a it's been a hard year with a lot of adversity and setbacks and you know I'm, I'm proud of this team just you know continuing to to stay with things and, and grow and learn i mean we're, we're a newer team you know and a younger team and i mean is the only player on my roster well 
Jaden Hefty, you know, she got hurt, but that's um, played on our team for more than a whole season before this year. So there's a lot of newness, and so I was really proud of them, for sure. Jack and then Jeff. So, I mean, pretty much what I get from that is she's not trying to make excuses, but, like, at, at some point you've got to, like, people have to realize that this team has gone through a lot, whether it be injuries, everything that happened with COVID. Uh, like, this team just had a lot of adversity this season. And, I mean, at that point, do you, like, do you damper the expectations a little bit of, like, you know what, like, they are going through this, or do, like, the expectations need to still be – there because it is Charlie and she's been here for two decades. I don't think anything changes. I mean, Charlie's teams do well and they do well after bad seasons. Um, you know, her historic run at Arizona State bringing this team to the multiple tournaments, consecutive tournaments, isn't going to end because of one or two failed seasons because of COVID and all of this stuff. They just couldn't find their groove this year. And I think that was the main point she was making. Still proud of the girls, obviously, but. You know, it's just, it's just, it's a better end of a season that, you know, what nothing really went right for the Sun Devils. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's, it's, I think that's, and this is not, not to get like all high horsey and preachy here, but I think it's something that gets lost in sports in general is that like, think about how hard everyone's lives have been yeah. during the pandemic. And then you add being a damn near professional athlete on top of that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, being a being a student mm -hmm. during the pandemic was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was really difficult. And then these these women are being students on top of being, being Division one athletes without all the benefits yeah. of being a professional athlete. Yeah, so it's like they have to go through a lot. And you talk about like whether it's transfers or all all the stuff people yeah. coming into the team new. Like there's bonding that needs to happen that's probably limited that probably was limited because they're in a pandemic like there's a lot of things going against everyone but especially the, like the asu team when you look at all the cancellations they lost they like how often do you hear of a, of a school losing an entire game because their plane breaks now and then they, they have to forfeit the game like the, yeah. the, the things that went against the, this women's team in particular there it was a lot and yeah. so the fact that they even were in this position that up until a couple of weeks ago they were in a tournament so they were looking like they were going to get a tournament spot, like just goes to show Charlie particular what she's done and the ability that she has to lead this team and kind of get them through those obstacles, even mm -hmm. though it didn't end in the way that she or anyone would have wanted it to. Yeah, 100%. It was a super exciting game to finish, so I am excited to see what the lyric of the game is for, for this one. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> it's from Train. Oh, boy. Um, it's from a beautiful song. Pull it up real fast. Um, this ain't goodbye. <laughs> Not the way you always been. As long as we've got time, this ain't goodbye. Oh no, this ain't goodbye. This isn't the team that so sad. tonight's team wasn't what you've seen this year. This team isn't what you see from Charlie's teams in the past or the whole season. Um, and as the lyric says, it isn't goodbye. Except for Mile, we love you, Mile. Um, but other than that, you're getting a lot of players back. Mile's gonna—it's gonna suck that she's not here, but. I'm, I'm sure they figure out ways to do it. Charlie's a great coach. Um, and, yeah, that's, uh, that was sad. You didn't even sing it. You just, like, it was a somber, like. Well, yeah, you guys get blessed with my singing because. Um, we showed my, up when ASU men's got good. My elation. No, ASU men's got good because we showed up. Oh, okay. I don't I, <laughs> I was going that far. Okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah. 
Yeah, I only sing when I'm happy. It wasn't that You sang when we've lost before. Yeah, but it's the, the viewers don't like it. Oh, they've told you? Yeah. They don't like singing in else? Mom, I will sing if I want to. <laughs> I don't think uh, it was that. Yeah. So. It was, it was, it, it was the way he said it. Hopeful. It's just like, that was sad. Until now. It's like when you, when you like, end the school year and you mm -hmm. have to go home for summer break and you're yeah. just like, oh, the things I would have done if I, if I knew how little time I had. And then they come back Whoa. next year. And they, that was sad. See, like that, this is that, sad. That, that was sad. sad. That was just, profound. Yeah, and then they and then they they profound. go to summer. Yeah. They go to on summer break. They work on themselves. They get better and they come back. And so they're like, oh my god. What they, did you do over the summer? Expert. I I'm just Sean. Sean walks. You go to like camps room. and shit, like self improvement camps. I am a self improvement camp. Yeah. I run my oh, I look in the mirror and I just tell myself how great I am. That doesn't seem like self improvement. That seems like self confidence, right? Yeah, so yeah. are they the same? It's all one of the same. Confidence. You have to be confident in yourself to improve yourself. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, you do. That's what I said. Yeah, you have to be. Yeah. I don't really know where we are <laughs> in this conversation. Well, they just ended their season, and you know what? I'm gonna put it all on David because in for David, he wow. putting the whole season. If everyone wants, um, you know, a scapegoat. To the age. No, what is going on? No, it is interdated because no, yes, <laughs> because he jinxed them. He jinxed them with a great piece. On I had to Listen, I am fine with your. Oh, I'm not fine with it, but I will survive through your bad transitions. But you will not throw an intern under the bus no, just to get to an average. Yeah, this is a story I'm promoing. Okay, Jane Lavelle, a great story that David wrote was published this morning on gophnx.com today. You can read it if you go become a member. I don't know. <laughs> Emma, Emma is just shaking If you her go head. become a yep. member at gophnx. Oh, okay, hold on. Hold oh, on. wait. He, he said, let me draw the bus. I don't get paid enough for this. Lay off. Lay off. And that's the life of an intern. Intern. Yeah, so go read the story at gophnx. Today. Support David so he can eat. Support David. Uh, become a member because you are going to either get 50% or no, you get a free t-shirt. If you get an annual membership. Yeah, if you get a membership, free t-shirt or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. And we still got 20% off sun shirts, which seems to be the deal of the month. Um, I called the deal of the century this morning on bets. Because you can get Jack just like Shane. Is. I look small today. Is it the shirt though? No, definitely. Oh, well, look at the contour of the lights now. Come on now. It's because you're putting it right next to your beefy thigh. That would be why you're... I feel like Shane's kind of got tiny thighs. Oh! <laughs> oh. Why are you oh, you're this? hiking camelback with me sometimes. You're, you're <laughs> I might have tiny thighs, but my calves are merciful. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, the, the calves... What? Okay, you want to ask, go you wanna ask where we are? Five minutes ago, when you said that, we're at a weirder spot, right? We took a left, and we're using we're using Waze or Google Maps because Apple Maps is superior, and it took us the wrong way. Okay. This is an absolute just Doctor uh, Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde show. Mm. So at the first half, we're like, here's some hard hitting analysis of ASU women's basketball. And then I'm like, look at my thought. <laughs> not even ten minutes later, Shane is flexing his calves on mm. the camera. But do the people? Never mind. Okay. Well, in honor of the in honor of the Pac-12 tournament, both the men's and women's tournament, being in Las Vegas, mm. I don't think there is a better time than now mm. to 
I want to compare Pac-12 athletic programs, programs as a whole, okay. to Vegas hotels. You oh. should have done this after I got to go to Vegas. I haven't spent a whole lot of time with the strip. Oh, we're going to change your life next week. Um, ASU football is the Tropicana right now. ASU football or ASU athletics? We're going to whole departments. Oh, the whole department. We could go whole department, or you could just pick like ASU football is blank. Why don't we just do basketball? UCLA basketball is blank. Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Okay, um, ASU basketball. And, and then Anthony's a chicken nugget. Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Josh. ASU basketball right now is the link. It is a hotel that not many people thought was going to be a great spot. Don't even know the hotel. That's crazy to me. It's right in the middle of the strip. It's got one of the best Ferris wheels in the nation. You can get a bartender in it. Um, upgraded all the time. Very new. Um, it's up and coming. On the rise. Ready to upset another hotel in the tournament. Okay, so it's U of A basketball and the MGM? Uh-oh. Um, MGM is, yeah, yeah, because it's been around for a while, but it's always been good and it never gets overlooked. Except for the, the predictions. Slash Stanford women's basketball. This year. Bye. Did you see Kirk Kreese yes. last night on Twitter yes. calling Which is out like, multiple people for predicting? Well, those were egregious. egregious. One of them had Arizona State over you. Yeah, and I understand why. I don't. I do. Because <laughs> I, I do, but come on. Yeah, no, I understand where he was coming from. I don't agree, but I understand where he was coming yeah. from just because of how much hype this team had going into the year. Um, in hindsight, it looks terrible. <laughs> yeah. The one that blew my mind is Oregon State over U of A. Yeah. That, that, that is mind. just pure. They did it last year. Yeah. Who's um, Oregon I was State? Gonna, well, I was going to ask um, sorry, sorry. what is the Excalibur and why is it ASU football? Mm, no, ASU football is the Tropicana. Okay. Because it's a sleeping giant. What is the Excalibur? Shut the fuck up. What is Excalibur? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a sleeping giant. I don't want to have this like. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But people call it that because the Tropicana, in reality, it's the sleeping leprechaun. It sucks. It's not great. <laughs> people think it's not it because sucks because it's, it's really big, but it's outside the strip. It doesn't get many visitors, and people hate on it. The fan base about it is probably pretty bad. Anyway, um, what was your question? What is the Excalibur since we are staying here? Mm, another old one, but really high, probably. Mm, I don't know. I don't know if it is one. Old, hyped, not really good. Not great anymore. Uh, USC football. Although mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of swinging the back in the red. Well, now. Okay, USC football before, before they get Lincoln Riley. Yeah. Like, always overhyped. Wasn't overhyped. Or UCLA basketball? No. No, because UCLA basketball is good. Yeah, but. Who's you? Okay, who's UCLA basketball? Again, I don't I don't know anything about these biggest hotels. So, okay, would it be easier if we did hotel then the program instead of program then hotel? I think it would be easier if you told us the topic beforehand. You didn't ask. I think it would. Uh, <laughs> it was in the rundown. Easier if I had been spent time on the Las Vegas Strip before we played this game, because um, I know nothing about any of the hotels. Okay, Sean, the only one I've been in is the Bellagio. That's what we're gonna do. Sean, what do you want to talk about today? <laughs> That's where we're at. Just give me something. We'll talk about it. Um, since we talked about it with the men, can we talk about who has the best drip on the women's team and why it's Smile Giles? No, 100%. Mike Through the one full leg, yeah. black. Great accent as well. That yeah. adds to the drip. Goes hard. Um, I did like... Um, Is there vocal drip? No. Vocal but anybody drip. with an accent gets vocal it. Vocal drip sounds like a disease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I can't be on the show today. I like doctor. I got vocals. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're eating while listening. <laughs> Which is, thank you for watching the show for the first time ever. Because if this is not your first time, you would know not to. Eat. Yeah, you would know not to about <laughs> watching our show. Um, I was also gonna say um, they stopped eating at Oregon five, State's number twelve. What did you say? Brown, I think, or number twelve on Oregon State. She was the big with the headband and the shooter sleeve. I love a big, like a big women's basketball player with the sleeve and the headband. I nice. think that goes hard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Why are you to, laughing? No, dude, I want to be carry this entire. No, because, anything else? <laughs> no, because I you like the way, just anything else. <laughs> Follow the show. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you enjoyed your time, if you didn't enjoy your time, really whatever, follow the show on social at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on Twitter at Anthony underscore Toetry. Mr. Uh, Mr. Drip over here. At Sean underscore DePaz. You're not feeling sexy. Drinking right? wine as always. I do feel sexy. I always I, I always feel then sexy. Then why don't you just say it? Because sometimes it doesn't fit the mood because like the women just lost and they got yeah. eliminated and that's not sexy. But, follow like, me on Twitter at Shane you can follow me at Sean underscore pause, pause regardless of how sexy I'm feeling at any given moment. Okay, <laughs> regardless of how sexy Sean is, he's still allowing. No, I am always sexy. It's about how sexy I feel. Gotcha. Two okay. different things. Well, we're all going to be super sexy tomorrow night. ASU men's basketball seeking um, revenge. Oh, yes. do you wait? Did you want to tell the people about the the update on how the did you do that yesterday on how the the tiebreaker for the tournament? Oh yeah, the game means so. Switching gears to AC basketball for a quick second. AC nice. men's basketball for a quick second. Um, so yesterday, two days ago, I tweeted out that Washington State would need to lose twice, and then of course Doug Tamarrow, as always, corrected me because he knows everything and I don't, and he can he knows the rules. Um, for some reason, I assumed that in the Pac-12 standings, when a team was tied in their conference record, it went to their total win loss. It does not do that. It's in the Pac-12. Head, right? it, 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 uh, head-to-head might be second, but I know that they split, so it doesn't matter. What matters, the next tiebreaker isn't overall record. It's who has a better record against the top team in the conference. If that is the same, then it goes to two, then it goes to three. So one and two both lost to US, USCA, uh, U of A twice. Third, UCLA. UCLA. Washington State did not beat UCLA. ASU did, which means if they do tie with the same conference record, if Washington State loses to Oregon, yeah, that's ASU, a stupid ASU needs someone out, right? It's interesting. I don't mind it for this case scenario, but yeah. yeah. In this case. So ASU does have the potential to grab the seventh seed, and if things go right and Oregon State goes crazy, it's Washington. They do have the chance to grab the sixth seed as well. And that avoids U of A until the finals, correct? Or at least until but the third round. Seven and six would both. Yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe. Well, six we'll might see. be on the other side. So a lot to play for tomorrow. Yeah. They got Cal at home, like you said, and a revenge game. Um, so we'll have a post-game show following that tip is at 6, I believe. I believe it's a 6 p.m. tip. So we will have a post-game show <laughs> following that show. And then, of course, we'll have one um, Saturday as well. Got possibly – we're going to have a show on Friday. But we could have a very spicy interview for we Friday, could. depending on the outcome of the ASU basketball game tomorrow. Uh, but you just have to stay tuned and see what happens. But 6 p.m., yes, by the way. Perfect. 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 Then we will catch you guys following the game tomorrow night. Peace. Peace.